Welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers, giving you the motivation and inspiration you need to make the most of your later years. Whether you're still in the planning stages or you're several years in, we'll share stories from boomers who refuse to act their age and continue to live a life inspired. Let them show you how being old can be new if you know what to do with your host, Terry Lorbeer. Hello and welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers. My guest today is Dan Portick. Dan is a best-selling author. He was born in a rural area outside of Cleveland, Ohio. At an early age, he found himself drawn to music and then later on in life added sales and marketing to his skill sets. Dan has had an extensive experience in running successful marketing and video production companies. He has been a sales executive for 35 years, and he is now a best-selling author. Welcome, Dan. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I'm happy to have you. You you have an interesting story, so we're going to have a lot of fun today. <laughs> great. Okay. So let's start the conversation with your books, which are geared to entrepreneurs, and tell us how you got started as an author. Well, it's it's kind of a uh, interesting story. I think what's happened is um, I've been in the business world for about twenty years, and you know I've, I've used the um, I guess the way we'd look at it is I use the techniques of a gentleman named Tom Hopkins to uh, to learn how to sell. And how this all came about was um, I've been using his techniques all these years, and um, all of a sudden we started doing these online, some of his different techniques, and I'm like, you know what? I'd like to see if I can write a book with this guy. So I said, why don't I just reach out to him through LinkedIn and see what happens? You know, I was feeling really nervous about it because he's my mentor. You know, he's taught 5 million people on five continents, you know. Right. So uh, I uh, reached out to their team and, um, you know, I, I said, Tom, you know, actually, I went right to Tom on LinkedIn and I said, hey, Tom, my name's Dan Portick with BBS Film Productions at the time. And um, I'm interested in I have some techniques I'd like to show you that that I think, you know, would, would be great for a book. And he got right back to me. He said, you know what? Um, you'll have to get with my team, you know, just send my person the information and they'll review it and they'll get back to you shortly and let you know if we're interested or not. So I didn't think anything of that. Um, probably about three weeks later, I got an email back from their vice president of, I think it was marketing or something of that nature. And she said, hey, you know, we're interested. We'd like to do this. So boom, I become an author. <laughs> That's the short story. <laughs> That's pretty amazing, though. You become an author and you get to do it with uh, Tom Hopkins, right, who's a exactly. giant in the industry, yes. a giant. Yeah, exactly right. So um, from there, uh, they basically just said, you know what? Give us a brain dump of what you're doing mm -hmm. and tell us tell us how you're doing it. So I went through and I wrote. I don't know, maybe 10,000 words. And I just started typing. I, it was a mess. It was just whatever it was. It came from my head. And I said, okay, great. So I gave it to them and they just walked me through the whole thing. He published 23 books, I think, already. And some of them were millions of copies. So they had the whole process together and they made it so easy for me. It was it was really nice. Uh, I don't want to say easy. It was nine months of working on this thing. But well, we I'm telling you, it was still easier than trying to figure everything out yourself, because I talk to a lot of authors and there's a lot of moving parts and it can take you years to figure it all out. Exactly so right. Even though it was hard work, 
it's still the process was way easier than trying to do it yourself. Right, right. Absolutely right. And so um, th- so we went through this whole process. We got a rough draft. And from there, they went and they shopped it. Uh, we, we got to the point where we all liked it. You know, it was just the way we wanted it, the internal step. And they said, OK, now we want to take it to and start shopping some of the publishers out there. So they ended up finding a publisher right away that said, yeah, we, we'd like to publish this and, you know, we'll, we'll make it happen. So um, they did. And it, it uh, they liked the concept and they published it. It's uh, went on Amazon and did a couple of good promotions and it became a bestseller. I think the second month it was out, which was right. nice. So um, that worked out really nice and kind of put me in a thing like, huh, okay, now I'm an author. So right. you better start writing more books. I, I had a business coach at the time. He goes, all right, now what are you going to do next? Yeah. Right, <laughs> so. right. And you know what? <laughs> By being a co-author with Tom Hopkins, that made everything zoom to the top right away because he's got the name. He's got the name. And it really took a lot of guts for you to contact him and say, I've got this idea and I think we could do it. That's amazing. Most people would just go, oh, I can't do that. Nah, 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 nah. But you just said, I'm not going to let fear stop me. I'm just going to do it. That's exactly it. And, you know, and that's really what sales is all about. You know, you have to take chances and try things and do things. It's a numbers game, you know. Yep. Um, so the, the funny thing was the entire book, I never met him. I never met him in the entire the entire time. Wow, you did it? No, I work with their entire team. And this is for the first time. I, I've met them since then, but first first batch we did not meet. Wow. And then uh, you know, at the end we we kind of talked on the phone about it. And once it got started taking off, it worked all, you know, we were working together more. Uh, but yeah, it was all done through his people. And then right. he would put his two cents in, give it to his group, they get back to me, which I thought was really interesting. Um, And again, he has a large team. So that team was now behind you as well. Right. How lucky. I mean, that is just so fortunate. It really is. You have no idea what that means because I'm a one woman show. I do everything myself. I record my podcast. I do. I do farm out the editing because I'm not good at that, but I do my own marketing. I find my own guests. I do my own research. I do my own email. I do everything myself and it's a huge job. So you had his whole team behind you, which is just phenomenal. It really is. It was very cool. Uh, And, you know, it was so work. We got, we we all had a lot of work on it and we got it done. And, uh, you know, so after that, we ended up writing some additional books. I had some ideas for new books and um, I ended up hiring one of their people, one of the VPs over there that got contacted me originally. And she actually helped me write the second book. Um, I'm trying to think which one that was. I think A Powerful Presence. I think that was the one that uh, I don't even remember the name of it. It's been so long. (laughs) How to Create a Powerful Presence Online. Wow. Because that was kind of part of that book at the time. And then I've had three more since then. So that's. uh, And then you went on to do a documentary about Tom Hopkins, which I think it was a great idea because his name is so big in the industry. I've been in sales since I've been 21. So I've known about Tom Hopkins. It seems like forever. I've got some of his books. I've got some of the old tapes that you used to get before CD. So I've got, I still have them. They're in my house. So um, he was a giant. I don't, 
think I ever saw him in person. I did meet, I did get to see Zig Ziglar once or twice, but I don't remember whether I saw Tom Hopkins, but I might have, you know, because I was in sales a long time. And a lot of the big companies bring these guys in to speak, to motivate their sales force. So I may have at some point, but he really was a giant and, and, you know, his sales training is phenomenal. So, so then you went and did the documentary. So what was the process for that? Yeah. So when we got done with the book and I started writing some books, uh, I, I said to myself, you know what? Tom had mentioned, uh, well, actually through Judy, his assistant, he, he had mentioned uh, that he's heading towards retirement. You mm-hmm. know? So I said, you know what? There's more to this relationship than just writing a book with him. So I went back to Judy and I said, hey, um, I just want to see, I, I, I'd like to write a doc. I'd like to develop a documentary on him, an actually full length movie on this. I've never done one before. You know, our video production company has done uh, probably the longest video we've done is maybe 20 minutes. It's all been corporate stuff, but I'm like, I know I can do it. Right, right. You had the background. You had the the basics. Yeah. You know, yeah, I knew I could do it. I mm-hmm. wasn't your question. Our team could handle it. Right. So um, he, she said, you know what? He's very shy. <laughs> he would be, I don't know if he would be interested in wanting to be so self-serving about this. I said, I know. But you know what? At the same time. I think this is something that people need to see because mm-hmm. it's going to help people. It's going to help others on how to sell future generations. Absolutely. So uh, we got into that and uh, she said, let me ask, you know what? I'll get his wife to talk to him. <laughs> so, <laughs> Smart said, lady. The best salesperson. You get his wife to die. That's right. So, That's right. <laughs> so probably another two, three weeks went by and he, you know, they came back and uh, she, she said, yeah, yeah, he'll do it. So what's the next step? Basically, I hopped on a plane uh, with my team and we went to Arizona. And, you know, we kind of just put this all together. We wrote up a bunch of questions. I went to his casa in uh, uh, Scottsdale. (laughs) Very nice place. (laughs) It's well, in the documentary, I'll get you make sure you get a copy. But uh, in it, there's all his artwork. He, He collects like Rembrandts and they're all over the walls. Oh my gosh. Wow. They're the real thing. Like a know? museum, right? Like a museum. This one living room is there's probably, I don't know, a hundred different pictures from just amazing. It's just amazing. That is amazing. So anyway, that's a side story. But anyway, we got there and we did the documentary. Uh we did part of it. Um and we and he he did the narration. He kind of like we asked him questions and he he just eloquently just went through his life story. And um, that was great. And we and I got to know the man. He uh, he is exactly like he is off stage as he is on stage. And um, we spent hours there just talking about life and stuff. And I couldn't have. And I brought my son, too, which is really nice. And he did you. Getting, oh, how exciting for him. He, he's a cameraman he, with us. Oh, OK. So it was a real nice thing for all of us to get working together and yeah. get to meet the, the gentleman. Um, so that was that was our first trip there. And we came back and we started doing some editing and put it together and say, you know what? We got to do another trip. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do more. We're There's not little, done. <laughs> we got some holes in here. We got to fill them up. And we got to make right. this whole story work right. Right. So we went back and we did a second trip out there. And um, what shocked me is through the documentary, there's interviews with so many luminaries. I mean, these people are, you know, worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And every one of them have said, Tom Hopkins got me going and helped me and started me in the sales world. Yeah. Absolutely. I was I was shocked how many yeah. were in there like that. 
So um, that was those are some people that we got to interview as well. And then it kind of put us in a different level, which was nice. We we actually got to see a lot of got to know a lot of people at that level. That is uh, nice. That yeah, is nice. yeah, it did help. So got the whole thing together um, and we just uh, launched it, I believe, uh, probably about seven months ago. Mm-hmm. It's been doing well. We've got it uh, online and, uh, you know, it's one of those things he got to see it. He got to give it to all his friends and now it's out to the public and uh, and we're doing that as well. And if he's going to retire, that's a really nice thing to do because yeah. later on, it'll be too late to do it. He did it like just as he was finishing. Why not? Why not? Well, and I, and I, what made me feel good as a producer of this is I went, the, he had it for about a week and um, I went to Judy and I said, Hey, how do you like it? And she just, there's a pause there and she goes, they cried. Oh, I'll like, see. <laughs> you nailed it. Worth it. You nailed yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So him and I are partners on that project and we work together on, on that for, so it's, it's been good. Now, is there a way to make money with that? Are you, are you going to sell it as another sales tool? Where's that going to go? Yeah, it's actually online for sale. It, okay. You can either rent it or, or buy it. Or right buy now. it. Okay, good. And uh, the plan is in about two years, we're going to put it on the network. So it should be on Netflix and all the different locations. Nice. Yeah. So. Uh, well, that's probably the fastest way to get it in front of people. But you kind of the process is usually you kind of sell it online, see how it goes, and then you then you push it out to the masses at that point. So yeah, yeah, there's always a process. You got to do the process for sure. Right, right. So you have a video company. So, but you've never done documentaries. This was your first. What do you usually do? Training videos for companies, or you know, it depends. Sometimes it's uh, shorter videos. Like mostly, it's been like one, two minute promo videos things of that nature oh, okay oddly enough like some really big companies come to us to do like little projects that they can't do internally right. so that's been kind of our niche um and then this year we're, we're going to be rolling out podcast editing and vodcast editing because it is like the next hot thing right you see we're talking about it so and and it's the thing i hate to do i exactly. hate to edit so it everybody was loves making the very making first it. thing i farmed out very first because my daughter was doing it i tried it i tried i couldn't do it so yeah. my daughter did it for me a little bit but she's too busy she works a job like 80 hours a week right. i'm like i got it i gotta farm it out so that was the <laughs> first i do everything else myself still yeah. today except editing i yeah. hate <laughs> it i absolutely hate it <laughs> you know we love it <laughs> so yeah see i know if you know how to do it you love it i just i would have to go over and over i couldn't get the right spot and i oh, it was just for me it was torture <laughs> right i hear that a lot believe it or not yep, so. yep so that'll be another niche so yeah you're you're getting hitting all these niches which is really great yeah we gotta stay focused on stuff and keep keep moving forward Right, right. So give us your website and any other contact information you want to share with us today. Sure. Uh, the website is bvsfilmproductions.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we, that's our main site with what we do. Uh, people want to reach me, they can go to danportik.com, D A N P O R T I K.com. Mm-hmm. And there's some charity work in there and some different things in the documentary. Actually, the documentary is at Tom Hopkins Doc. Dot com. Oh, so you, but you can find it through the other two sites too, if you need to. 
Right. And I'll put all those contact information in the show notes. So they'll anyone looking for them, you just go to kickassboomers.com, click on Dan's picture, the show notes drop down, and I'll have everything where you can just click it and get there real fast. So it'll be there in case you're out walking and you didn't get a chance to write it down. It'll be there for you. Sure. Oh, great. Great. Thank you. So that's great. So, you know, you've, you've done... All, all made your uh, you wrote books, which is amazing, and then you went on to write some other books. You're doing video. Are you thinking of retiring, or is that <laughs> down the road yet? That's like I think that word is an evil word. <laughs> so I think so too. You're right. I do too. Yeah. I truly think you. I personally don't like the word. And I will never retire, no matter what it is. Good. I think I'll just go right straight to the grave after. Right, right, right. You know, you just find something else to do. You might right. say, you "Okay, I'm not going to do this anymore, but I'm going to do this over here." Because I've been in sales my whole life, like I said before. Uh, for the last 17 years, I've been doing real estate. So, and Tom okay, Hopkins so is Tom, huge right. in real estate. Yes, so. But I'm getting ready to retire because I, I just want something different. So two yeah. years ago, I started the podcast knowing that I wanted to start it earlier to make the transition. So I'm getting my house ready to sell. So once it's sold, I'm heading to Florida and I'm not going to do real estate in Florida. It'll be done. But yeah. I'll continue with the podcast. I might decide to write a book. I'll, I'll do a lot of other things once I'm in Florida, but they'll all be around the podcast. So Right, right. You know. It's a great opportunity for people. People making a podcast or doing podcasts, it just, it just allows you to get your information out, your knowledge, which right, right, done before at this level. It's a great way to be creative. It's something really low cost to get into. You don't need a lot of money to do that. So right. that makes it really super nice. So, I mean, I always wanted to be an inspirational speaker like Zig Ziglar, mm -hmm. you know, back in my 30s and 40s. But back then, you needed to have a lot of money. You needed to be able to print up all the brochures, contact yeah. all these companies, make your tech. That was a lot of money. I just couldn't do it at the time. So this is kind of my way to inspire boomers uh, by doing a podcast. So now I'm an inspirational speaker that way. So, you know, you never have to give up on your dreams. You might have to just kick them down the road for a bit. But now that I'm 72, it's a great time to be doing it. So absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I'm happy. So is there one final message you might have to share with my boomer nation that we haven't already talked about? Maybe? Yeah, I would say if you have any fear of trying anything, you have nothing to lose. You have absolutely nothing to lose. We're all going to the same place for the most part at the end. Right. And we're only here for the dash between the two numbers, right? <laughs> That's true. Absolutely true. What have you got to lose by hitting that send button and sending something to anybody anywhere? You yes. Know? Yeah. And I'll share my story. I interviewed Bobby Rydell, who was a teen idol when I was growing up. Yeah. And again, I just contacted him on his, I think either his Facebook page or his fan page. He got right back to me too. I'd love to do your podcast. Contact again, talk to my wife, email her. She sets it all up for me and, you know, we'll go from there. But he was so gracious and and I was afraid. Oh, my God. What? You know, you're always afraid of being turned down. So you're turned down. Move on to the next. Right. If you let fear stop you, you're not going to go anywhere and you won't do anything. So once you learn the uh, uh, that you can build the honesty with them and the trust 
they're very accessible. Almost anybody's accessible, which right. is the other book I have, which talks about that only. <laughs> so how to reach know. these people. So. See, so if you're looking to contact someone, look for Dan's other books. Make sure you look yes. at all his books because they're all really great books for entrepreneurs, not just salespeople, but anyone who's entrepreneurial. There's a lot of information that will help them. So true. Um, true. So, so good. definitely follow up with that. So thank you so much for being my guest on Kick-Ass Boomers. I love what you're doing. And today's podcast, I know, is going to inspire lots of baby boomers. We talked about fear, which is the the number one thing that holds people back. So I hope they get it that you just have to get through it. Just, <laughs> right. just work through it. You'll be happier and you'll do things that you've never dreamed you could do. You know, you never thought you would do a book with Tom Hopkins. Put me in a whole different one little press, press the send, put me in a whole different world. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you did the documentary. So yeah, really. So if there's something you're passionate about, don't let fear stop you. That's the message from today's podcast. And I just love it. It's great. Cool. Thanks. Thank, thank you, Dan. This is wonderful. Great having you here. Our pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Okay. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Kick-Ass Boomers. For more information on today's guest, along with the show notes and other inspiring resources, buzz on over to kickassboomers.com. And don't forget to join our Kick-Ass community on Facebook or LinkedIn to continue the conversation. Be bold, not old.